What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Stay United podcast and I'm here to preview the big game on Saturday which of course is Manchester United going up against Arsenal away from home. Before I get into that preview, remember to follow at StayUTDPod on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok in order to know when new episodes are being released or to speak with a Manchester United and football fan that many of you are. What a game to have after such a disappointing result. Arsenal versus Manchester United. What else needs to be said? A fixture and a rivalry that goes back decades, but now with a different feeling and meaning in recent times. Both teams haven't seen the success they expect to be seeing, but for Manchester United, this season there has been a high level of optimism because of the form we were able to put together after a disappointing start in the league, as well as the position we find ourselves in today. Obviously, we were first also, so there has been this type of hope that maybe this team has developed into a mentally stable group that is able to perform under pressure. There has been development, no doubt about that, but there are still questions to be asked about the players and the coaching staff. For Arsenal, they are going through... This sort of transitional period, similar situation to what we are in or we were in, to be honest, where they have an inexperienced manager or coach at this level. What I like about their rebuild is the fact that they are highlighting youth as something to build around. Players coming through like Emil Smith-Rowe, Saka and Martinelli are seen as stars of the future for this team and they do have veteran experience. Yes, the performances can be inconsistent at times, but it's been the same for us really. When you are a work in progress and have some players and coaches who are really learning on a job, you're going to have growing pains and setbacks during the way. Wednesday was an example of that for us. We, we were so high on first place, Maybe letting our expectations go a bit higher than they should be. And then we get forced to come back down a little and reevaluate where we really are as a team. This is a must-win game for Manchester United. And we're going going to have to do something that we haven't done since the 25th of January in 2019 against Arsenal. Which is crazy to think that we have gone that long without winning against them. The way this season has went, you would think, this is an easy win for Manchester United. But at the same time, you never know. And this is what I'm talking about. A team, for example, a title contender, I know this season has been strange, but usually you consider Liverpool and Manchester City the main title contenders. And if you look back to last season you would say there are games where you just say, yep, they're winning that, tick it off. And there's no doubt about it. And if they lose, it's a big shock, yes. But you would think nine times out of the ten that the Liverpool or the Manchester Cities of the world would win that game. And for Manchester United, it's more like maybe five times out of ten will win. 
and the others will be losses and draws. There's still that 50-50 aspect with our team where we don't fully trust them. And I'm not sure if they trust themselves, to be honest. And that's what I'm saying is, you know, two teams, these are two teams known for inconsistency in recent times. As a, as a fans, I'm sure other fans can back me up where you can say, you're just not sure what the next game will bring. So let's talk about lineups for this game. The last performance was disappointing, to say the least, and no doubt there should be some changes for this one. But as usual, it's about striking a balance. Um, in goal, David De Gea, fullbacks Wambasaka and Luke Shaw will return at left back. For me at the moment, I'm not sure about Alex Tellers as a player. It is early days, but I'm not convinced. Uh, defensively, he's very suspect, and even going forward, yes, he has a good delivery, but other than that, I haven't been able to see what he offers going forward except for a great delivery. You know, when you look at Luke Shaw, especially recently, he's really aggressive and he'll cross in the ball and, and he does, for me, he does more going forward recently than what Alex Tellers does. You can have a brilliant delivery, but if you're not making the runs and if you're kind of staying stationary, it slows down our attack. And that's what we saw against Sheffield United with... Rashford out wide, I think it was, and that's, yeah, Rashford on that side, you saw him cutting forward and there wasn't really an overlapper because Alex Tellers would run to that position and just stay there and wait for the ball to come to him. And sometimes you need to make that overlapping run that Luke Shaw makes a lot of the time. Alex Tellers didn't make that. Centre-backs, before the last game, Solskjaer confirmed that Bailly had a knock. If he wasn't injured, he, he would have probably played against Sheffield United. And Lindelof was rested because of his ongoing back injury troubles. So I'm not sure where that leaves us exactly. Uh, we'll find out in Ole's presser. But I would imagine that Lindelof will be the defender starting with Maguire against Arsenal. Midfield is a tough one because I would definitely start Fred. And I think he will come back into the team after being rested the last couple of games. Uh, but who will start with him? Uh, I would start McTominay. Uh, I would think he would come back into the team. It's like uh, Freddie's spent, you know, a game or two out. So he's had a nice rest. I think this will be the perfect game to bring him back in. You know, and Ole, when you think about Ole's team selections... It include, his go-to midfield is Fred and McTominay. We know what Fred can offer and we know what McTominay offers, which is energy in the midfield. Defensively, he's not always solid, but he can be. And he's decent at bringing the ball forward. So if we see the good McTominay against Arsenal, that's all we need to see. You know, it's not about having agendas against players and saying he shouldn't start because of this. They're in a team to do a job, so hopefully they do their job and, and we get the win, and that's the most important thing. Out wide, I would start Pogba on the left and put Rashford on the right. Different role for Paul Pogba, but he has succeeded there before this season, and he does have the engine to play in that position. Um, to be fair, I see 
what's what's going to be important about Paul playing on the left is having Luke Shaw next to him, as I said before, because Luke Shaw will be able to overlap and make those runs so that Paul Pogba can cut inside or just find him easily when he is making that run. If he has Alex Tellez next to him, then it's going to become a bit stationary and clogged up on the left side, and that's not what you want. Bruno and Cam, as usual, and Cavani starting up top instead of Martial, um, rested against Sheffield United and, and deserves to come back into the team after the run of form he did put together when he was starting. Cavani's made a, a great start to his Manchester United career and and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has done well in managing him, especially through that tough December period and and obviously most of the January period because it's almost in February now. So he's done well managing Cavani and considering he's only got one little niggle in that period and obviously the suspension, which is the reason why he missed a game or two. You know, he's done well with that. So as I said, a couple changes, obviously, with Cavani, McTominay, Shaw and Lindelof coming back into the starting lineup. This is a big game, so you, you have to pick a good team and those guys can definitely get it done. But it all depends on how they play on the day. How they were able to process that loss on Wednesday in order to bounce back tomorrow. Was it all heads down or... Were there some people in the dressing room picking up everyone and saying, this game is done now. We have to look ahead to Arsenal and make sure we don't make the same mistakes that we did today. Put things right. I've pretty much covered what needed to be said on my end today. This game is important for many reasons. But what we have to do most importantly is get back in the winning column. There is still a chance to get back to the top. But that all lies on how we perform and if we are able to stay consistent for all the good reasons. Continue to pick up those wins and you never know. If they put their heads down and show once again that maybe this team hasn't developed the way we thought they did then. What we have been dreaming of for the last few weeks may be a little further away. And if that's the case, then it's time to think about how we're going to get there. I haven't mentioned anything, but it's soon the end of January and there has been no business at all. Come the end of the season, will we be asking the question, what if the board decided to strengthen and, for example, get a centre back in? Because you can see that we now have two centre backs with injury problems. Baye is great, but injury prone. And now Lindelof has a niggling back injury that is very difficult to play with and can be reoccurring. Unfortunately, because of the lack of ambition and naivety of the board, this season could end up with a what-if question. We will just have to wait and see. Remember to follow at StayUTDPod on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok in order to know when new episodes are being released or to speak with a Manchester United and football fan like many of you are. The Stay United podcast is on many platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor and Google Podcasts and be sure to support by sharing the podcast to family and friends if you enjoy it. Thank you for all the support so far. 
Hopefully United can get back to winning ways against Arsenal on Saturday. And until the next time, stay United, my peoples.